0: Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You're listening to A7.6, A7.8, a This is The Faith Event Breakfast Show with Mon and Lawson today. Still filling in for Lyle. Oh, I've got some updates on Lyle and Shell.
1: Oh, what are they doing?
0: I'm doing a really cute story, actually. Yeah. So she called me yesterday afternoon. Shell did produce Shell, and uh, And she was halfway up Uluru. Halfway oh, up the nice. Breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, like, she'd gotten halfway and had a bit of a panic attack. And it was just... Cause Apparently, like it's super scary, and like I had no idea. So she was like, "Do you know what I um I just I don't want to go any further. I'm, like halfway is fine." And uh, and so the rest of the group had gone on without her, and she was turning around and going back. Oh. And so I chatted to her for about half an hour, and uh, <laughs> and then she goes, "By the way." I actually got to the top, but I just needed someone to distract me. And so you've been talking me through it the whole time without even realizing it. And so she (laughs) called me, and she was from the top of the mountain. That's amazing. Top of the rock. It was really funny because she was like, "Lyle was even Lyle was scared because you know." He said to her, I can't believe you were like looking around and looking over the edge. I was looking at my feet the whole time and didn't dare take my eyes off my shoes. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Oh, poor Lyle. Well, they they did get to the top of the Uluru, um, top of the Ayers Rock. Mm, That's amazing. Yeah, I'm super jealous. Um, I can't wait to get there and do it. Faith FM. I know, we need to, we need to do like Faith radio fam.
1: Alice Spring, oh radio Uluru, Uluru yeah. correspondency. The sounds
0: oh. of Uluru. <laughs> that
1: would be amazing.
0: Oh, ask me what I'm grateful for. Ask me what I'm grateful for. What are you
1: grateful for, Monica?
0: I'm grateful because yesterday. I figured out how to turn on the rear wipers in my car without having to pay someone to do it. Wait, what? What
1: what did it take? Did you just have to spin a thing?
0: No, that's the thing. Everyone keeps asking me that I had to spin the thing, but no, I I know there's been the spinning thing. You
1: have to push the thing.
0: This is why it was so hard for me to to figure out, right? Because I'm looking for some like little motion, like either you know backward spin of the handle or a push or a little pull or something like that's usually what it is. I wasn't looking for an entire panel dedicated to the rear wiper, which is what there is on the other side of the steering column. There's so that, an entire that makes panel. It
1: even more dumb.
0: Re- literally, literally. That's this just Entire sad. panel. It has like several buttons plus some little knobby thing that I haven't quite figured out what that's supposed to do. I just wanted to go on and off a couple of times, so I figured that out. And I was like, isn't that an object lesson for how we treat God sometimes? Like we 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 pray, we ask for answers, and we just look for the little answers, and sometimes He's just giving us a big answer and it's right in our face. We're missing the blessing. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that.
2: We buried dreams, laid them deep into the earth behind us. Our goodbyes at the grave, but everything reminds us. Go on How do we go on We will sing To our soul
1: back to Faith FM, you are joining us this morning on this uh, little bit rainy, a yeah. little bit rainy and miserable Friday morning, no. but that's okay, yeah. because God is good.
0: Do you know what, <laughs> I actually had so many gratitude stories today, I could only tell one, but I'm, so, I'm grateful for so many things. What are you grateful mm. for this morning, Lawson?
1: Oh, I'm grateful that I get to wake up, up every morning, and before, before it's even like five past seven, I get to make fun of Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> Lawson. On air, like You're it's it, hilarious. It, it, it is like really, really amazing part of my morning. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I'm surprised you still have a job here to be honest. Okay, he's gonna come back like, Y'all are fired. R- I need a new co host out with Oof. you guys. <laughs> Let us start the day with oh, a quiz, law Yes, Lawson, yes. Oh, young yes. Lawson. quiz. I like quizzes. You're so into this, aren't you? Yeah,
1: this is like my favorite part of the day. This is. Ooh. Peak mental stimulation right here. Peak
0: mental stimulation. Uh, You're funny. Okay, so this morning's uh, quiz is a What Book Am I quiz. And boy, oh boy, I sure hope our... um... Well, actually, do you want to hear something cool? Uh, So yesterday, our Instagram wasn't working that well. And even though I tried to upload all the different videos, like the little 15-second videos Mm -hmm. um, that have the quiz clue in them, only one of them ended up uploading. And yet someone answered it answered it with one clue, wow with one good clue for those guys just bang just schooled it yeah good on them um okay so what did i say this was going to be this is a this is a uh what book am i quiz oh okay 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 it's one in 66 yeah in fact it's, it's gonna be pretty easy but i mean we do need something a little bit easier to take us out to the weekend what book am i cl- clue number one is a quote from this book and the verse goes like this i am a rose of sharon a lily of the valleys I am a Rose of Sharon, a Lily of the Valleys. Maybe this is easy for me because I, when I was a kid, I had a T-shirt with that verse on it. It really a pretty one. I had like all flowers, like pink roses and stuff, and I loved it. And uh, Lawson has it correct. Oh, You're just so happy. You're so happy when you get it on the first cruise. It's like you're like, like mentally competing with Lyle.
1: Bible boss.
0: Bible boss. <laughs> that could be a new board game. Bible boss.
1: Bible boss. Yeah. Dude, we could compete with Carl Morrison.
0: Yeah, <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> Go you, Bible Boss. Love yeah. it, love yeah. it. Yeah, we've, I think like we could add it to our list of entre- entrepreneurs. Oh, dude. Issues, yeah,
1: and we can like because can... we can
0: have like the Chaser, the Adventist Chaser, that yeah. could be the TV show, and then Bible Boss could be like the 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 joint. The um. But I
1: I feel like we could run that out of our amazing center of influence slash radio studio called Bundabergers. Yeah.
0: Bundaburgers. yeah. <laughs> Out <laughs> in Bundaberg, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: so Bundabergers, and then like out of that, you know, as community outreach program, we run Bible Boss and yeah, Bible Chasers. You play.
0: We you run Bible. You run Adventist Chaser, and you play Bible Boss. Man, at like, that, games nice. Man, we
1: are like, why isn't a conference sponsoring this? Yeah, I don't Please, know, man. Give us money. Send us somewhere. We've we'll, got we'll, the good we'll ideas. We'll
0: relaunch the Adventist Church. <laughs>
1: Where <laughs> relaunch? <laughs> no, no, no. the the Lawson and Mon reform.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so heretic this morning. <laughs> Ooh, Let me tell you some good news, Lawson. Oh yeah, hit me. Have you ever gotten like one of those big, big cards, like a birthday card, or like you know a farewell card, or, or mm-hmm. you know, and like it's signed by everyone?
1: Yeah. And yeah. you open up and you're disappointed because it doesn't have money Maybe. in it.
0: <laughs> Isn't that the <laughs> thing about cards? Greeting cards are basically just like a, a minor disappointment because I don't have money in them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude,
1: it is the, like, my, my grandparents are amazing. Like, like, every year. I don't ev- know, man. Because they're, they're from Victoria. So, yeah. I don't see them, you know, every single birthday. So, I'm just, like, getting a card with a fat 50 bucks in it. Like, Pineapple. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Every single year,
0: but I mean, it's in that same breath. Maybe, maybe it's grandparents that have kind of ruined, kind of ruined birthday cards for us. Because everyone, when they open a birthday card, wants something to fall out, <laughs> yeah. and it's because oh, grandparents it's so have, have have set us up for disappointment. <laughs> you know, this is what I do wish that. Um, uh, that uh, that um, Australia had one dollar notes, like Americans have one dollar bills. Oh
1: yeah. Like, wouldn't
0: it be great if the the rule was just like if you give someone a card of any descriptor to slip even like a one dollar note in there? That'd be great. Maybe if you'd like sticky tape a one dollar mm. bill in there.
1: Dude, we would do it so much better than America because our money's made out of plastic, like.
0: And it's pretty. It's really pretty. Yeah. We ha- do you know? I- I've travelled a lot. And, and We have by far. The prettiest money in the planet. I don't
1: know, man. I got some Ethiopian burr in my pocket. No, that stuff they...
0: ain't pretty enough. Ours you... is colorful and beautiful, and and then second most prettiest currency is definitely South Africa, dude. You still got that burr in your pocket? That thing is festy. It's not pretty enough. It's very dull,
1: dude. This thing it's is like dull. so faded. Like I'm not surprised. It's
0: all brown, and not just because it's dirty. Even if it was clean, it'd still be brown. But anyway, we are soft. We're soft track. So get this right. It was um it was uh the uh celebration of freedom yesterday for the United States with their 4th of July. Oh yeah. Um but this is actually uh a bit of a a bit of a history story. Um this is so sweet. So the 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 Poles, the Polish people, right? Which is funny because I have a Polish housemate. Uh they once gave America a birthday card that was signed by 5.5 million Polish people.
1: How is that even possible?
0: Yep. <laughs> And on the front it says, from the Polish nation to the American nation on the occasion of the 150th anniversary of the independence of the United States. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and then you open it up and it's just like, it just... It's, like, 111 volumes.
1: Oh, it's, like, a giant book. I'm just <laughs> imagining one, like... It's
0: 111 like, books.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm just imagining one two-page card no, that's no. just, like, ginormous to fit all those signatures. So,
0: this is actually really cool. So, the Polish declarations of admiration and friendship, which is so cool. I feel like more countries need to have declarations of, um, of admiration and, and friendship departments.
1: I made one of those to you because you're my friend and I admire you.
0: Oh, thanks, man, that really threw me. <laughs> 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 um, slightly awkward, but thank you, um, Lawson. I, You're welcome. I, I just wanted everyone
1: to know that me and Monica <laughs> are actually friends.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, we are. <laughs> I was thinking about yesterday when I said to you, we don't hang out. And you immediately got really serious and started making plans to hang out. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I was joking. <laughs> I see you enough every day at work. <laughs> anyway. It only um, stings a little bit. So, uh, the, the thank you that they sent them uh, from the Polish people, it was actually because they were grateful for the American aid during World War One. mm um, so this, 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 uh, this book slash card was actually presented to, uh, President Calvin Coolidge in 1926. Wow. Um, it's collectively 30,000 pages, which apparently are probably rich in color and history because people, they didn't just come and sign stuff, like they pressed flowers into it, uh, famous Polish artists drew pictures, um, oh, and all different man. kinds of religious, social, business, military, educational institutions and, and powerhouse characters. Um, you know, wrote things and and uh, and and sent messages of gratitude, and um, you know, this is it's really it's really incredible. Uh, apparently, it took eight months to create, and uh, and they were delivered uh in time for the fourth of July. Uh, you know, 150 years mm. after the anniversary of independence of the United States, so it was just uh, I really want to see this. Um, so they've actually just the Library of Congress website published the entirety of it, which. Would have been no mean feat. So, you can actually go online and have a look at it. To look up the Library of Congress website and look up for the Polish birthday card. Mm. Um, have you ever, Do you ever, like, take the time to write cards?
1: I have the worst handwriting of all time. Like, well, probably not the worst, but it's pretty bad. And so, I get so nervous when I have to like, I don't send people cards. I give people like presents and stuff. Mm-hmm. But any time like people are like, oh, oh, for example, when we are in Ethiopia and we had to sign that Bible and write yeah. a little message, mm-hmm. my heart was racing. <gasps> like I was. I think
0: maybe this is your generation's problem because you'll type stuff
1: out. No, but like just in general, like I've always since I was a kid, I've had really bad handwriting because mm-hmm. I got this weird muscle thing in my hand, oh. and so and so yeah, it's just terrible, and it just like makes me so nervous to write anything.
0: Well, some of the stuff written in this card, it said, Noble Americans, your national holiday is sacred, not for you alone. It finds a warm reverberation over the whole world. We, the Mm. people of Poland, send to you our fraternal greetings and our deepest admiration for the institutions which have been created by you. In them, liberty, equality, and justice have found their highest expression and have become the guiding stars for all modern democracy. I feel like there's a little bit brown-nosing now. With (laughs) eternal gratitude in our hearts, uh, (laughs) we desire to wish your country and your nation all possible Prosperity. It's really sweet We
1: love to America.
0: Yeah, yeah, please do not nuke us. So we love you, <laughs>
2: dude.
1: Dude, you know, like what I'm thinking because when he said like people are just stamping and putting stuff in, um, I thought of it as first as just this big long thing of signatures. But no, oh, it it'll, is. it'll. But it'll, I feel like you know there'd be section. It'd kind of look like a graffiti wall, nearly. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Just like
1: epic stuff. I'm like, yeah, That's not everyone's so written cool. a verse,
0: not everyone's punched a flower, but yeah, people have. But uh, it actually kind of remind me of the letters that um, are available to us from the apostles, mm. from the disciples. Ooh. in the Bible, you know, the messages of hope and encouragement and love um, that they sent to us through time uh, by the grace of God who's protected the Bible all this time. So, yeah, if you want to see some really old cards, check out the Holy Bible.
3: And I am convinced that no. separate us from god's love and i am convinced that nothing can never separate us from god's love neither death nor life neither angels or demons Neither are fears for today, nor our worries about the future. Not even the power of hell can never separate us from God's love. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. And I am convinced that nothing could ever separate us from God's love. From God's love God left his throne So that we would surely know Just how far God would go Because of his love He came to Calvary
0: Beautiful
1: song. Oh, man, such a good song. Oh,
0: I'm loving I'm Convinced
1: by Anna Beaton.
0: Okay, clue number two, Lawson. Oh,
1: yes, yes, please (laughs) give me another clue for the quiz, even though I know what it already is.
0: Someone wrote in and said apparently, oh, it's producer jazz. Producer jazz wrote in and said that Canadian money apparently is very pretty as well, P.S.
1: It doesn't look as good as this, though.
0: Dude, anything looks better than that. It looks like you're holding up a piece of, like... I even want to say, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was talking about Ethiopian money, so you can go and talk to Ethiopians about that. You know,
0: if you bring them to me, and I will talk to them to their face.
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. nah, nah. Okay, okay. Clue number two. <laughs> what book am I? This is one of the three books of the NIV Bible in which the word God does not appear. However, in the KJV version, it does appear two times.
2: Oh, what's going that.
0: on there? <sighs> I didn't know that. I I know that in the NIV version, I mean, I know in in one of the books of the Bible, irrespective of the version, there's one book for sure where the, the word God doesn't appear. Oh. But I'm not going to tell you. Oh. Because it'll narrow it down a lot.
1: Oh. Ah. Mm. Wait, you said there's one book in the Bible where God doesn't appear. And so you're not going to tell me what that book is because then I'll know what it is.
0: No, because it'll narrow oh, it down. Oh, narrow the quiz down. Yeah, oh, yeah, Oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: totally yeah. wasn't focusing on what you were saying. Yeah,
0: I can see you were, like, looking at your phone. Oh,
1: yeah, well, that's because I've got some amazing information on my phone. I've got some Do awesome share. things Do to share. talk about. But the, f- <laughs> the first everyone. thing I want to talk about, okay, come on. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're you're a, a massive sports fan, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: so you're really, Hardly. really into tennis.
0: Oh my goodness, like so into tennis.
1: Okay, so neither am I. I am like super-duper not into tennis. Like, okay, like yeah. as in, and that's not because I think tennis is bad. I actually have, um, one of my cousins is like really, really good at tennis playing at a national level. But nonetheless, I am like not a big, you know, big into tennis. But there are a lot of people who are, and currently, as for Australia, like this is a good time for tennis. Because Ash Barty, uh, you know, who's an Australian girl, is... is Number one in tennis in the world, she's ranked world number one. Um, Go a- among the uh, the females. But Bernard Tomic, who was kind of like a child prodigy tennis player and was really up there, but now he's you know just just going along. You know, um, but anyways, he they've just had the uh, the Wimbledon, uh, you know, the British Open, and okay, this is the most the biggest rough gig of all time. Uh-huh. So he got absolutely smashed by by Joe Songer, who you know some other tennis player he got like destroyed the game was over in 58 minutes it was in fact it was the shortest british men's professional game in the last 15 years
0: these games last for an hour
1: oh they they go way way longer
0: See, i way, didn't even know that way 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 longer i feel like spending an hour playing almost any game is probably too long
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyways um so he yeah he just got absolutely destroyed um <laughs> He got destroyed so bad that the British Association of Tennis has fined him $80,000 for not playing up to a professional standard. What? Yeah, so Bernard Tomic is currently ranked 96th in the world, which is pretty good. You know, if you were like 96th, if you were the 96th best crocheter in the world, then you'd be like pretty pumped. You'd right?
0: be amazing if you were the 96th best crocheter, because I can, I can tell you right now there are more people out there crocheting than playing tennis.
1: Oh, I don't even know about that. Eh? Lots of people play tennis, but anyways, this guy is like you know, tennis is one of the biggest sports in the world, and this guy is ranked ninety sixth. Like he's an amazing he tennis player. He must be player, amazing. But yeah. he just had a, like he he said himself in the interview afterwards. He's like, I just played really terribly. You know, it was just a super off day. Like really struggling. Blah blah blah. And then <laughs> they come along. They're like, Oh, you played so poorly that you now have to pay us eighty thousand dollars.
0: That's crazy because you don't really make much money as an athlete until you're right at the top, right?
1: Well, I think tennis, tennis is such a, you know, it's like a soccer thing. You know, it's like an American football kind of thing where like tennis players are getting paid a lot because it's such a well-known sport. In fact, um, to make it, if you make it through, because he lost in round one, um, you know, because if tennis works, you know, it's like a stages you know it goes up in stages until like the two best players from that tournament versus Mm -hmm. each other um and basically it's like to win round one you get eighty thousand dollars in prize money oh okay and then you know as you move up you get more and more prize money until you get to the top and so basically he lost so he didn't get any prize money or maybe you know maybe he got they'll get entry money to play or whatever but he didn't get the eighty thousand dollar prize money and in fact he had to pay eighty thousand dollars for playing so terribly
0: that's, that's actually really embarrassing. So,
1: that is like... he
0: Hill announce his retirement and his ban- bankruptcy. No,
1: nah, he's like 26. He's got time. Oh. He's got time. You know, I think in terms of tennis, like 26 isn't 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 very old. This
0: would make an amazing comeback story.
1: Oh, dude, fully. But that's the thing. Like, Bernard Tomic has always been good. And, like, he's still ranked 96th <laughs> in the world. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like he he's, like, just dropped off the face of the planet. But he's just had a bad game. I mean, he's had a bad game. He's taken one down. He's – never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: and, like, we, you know, it's the same with our spiritual walk. Sometimes we've had a bad game, pushing to keep going up. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, and that, I think that's a, that's that's the next step of Bernard Tomic because he is getting clowned super hard on, like, social yeah. media, yeah. you know, and he, he's just coughing it a little bit. And, and, and it's so crazy. Like, I, I, I've been through this experience as well, being involved in um, professional sport, and I've had, you know, know so many people who have been through this. You know, they just have – a bad day and then all of a sudden it's like oh this person has commitment issues i know especially in, in the in the motorbike world it's like oh this 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 guy you know he's like like just racing soft and all this stuff and it's like okay well when are you gonna get on like a motorbike that goes like 300 kilometers an hour and like risk your life every single corner but yeah, yeah. so so the keyboard warriors are at home clowning this guy a little bit so you know you feel bad but he i think he's taking a relatively well and, and should get through it but the last thing I wanted to talk about here um, this was a story that you actually sent to me um, so this is like the gnarliest thing ever so this lady
0: yeah
1: name's Tanya mm-hmm. she's 35 yeah and um, she disciplined her child with a wooden spoon and then has now been charged with assault
0: are you serious yep because I read what? the headline and she actually got charged with assault she actually got charged
1: Yeah, she's been charged with common assault to which she has pled guilty in court um, for disciplining her child um, on the butt with a wooden spoon. And it's actually cool. This article was from the perspective of they they didn't interview with the woman Mm -hmm. um, to get her perspective. And I'm just, like, totally sympathizing. Like, Mm -hmm. as in, like, you know, I, I, I think that it is probably possible to get charged with assault for hitting a child with a wooden spoon, if it's in a certain kind of way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but it's also, you know, I man, the wooden spoon, you, you would have thought it was my best friend growing up. Yeah. <laughs> my mum, my, my yeah. but I deserved it, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think any of my wooden spoonings were unjust. Mum was just showing me discipline because I was being Naughty. terrible. Yeah. Um, but this lady, basically the story goes that um, her, her little daughter went into the – got into the freezer – and started eating uncooked hamburger meat. No, no, it was cooked hamburger meat, but it was out of the freezer which she had put in she, the fridge. She no. So she so she cooked this hamburger meat, put it in the freezer and then like cuz it didn't get used and then she put um she put worming tablets for her dogs in it. Mm-hmm. And the little girl goes to the freezer, opens up the freezer and starts eating it out.
2: Uh-oh. of the freezer.
1: And so the lady basically panics and freaks out. And she's like, stop doing that. Stop doing that. And like pulls her away. And she had just the wooden spoon in her hand and gave her a tap on the butt. Um, But, you know, it left a little bit of a bruise and like, I don't know how people find out about this. Yeah. I was the same
0: thing, like who was it that like reported it the Yeah, the little, little kid? Like, how old was it, Like six or seven or something. Uh,
1: I'm not, I'm not even sure. Like uh, they're actually, I'm pretty sure they're keeping the, they're keeping the age of the child. Like, Oh no! So she was nine. She was okay, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just somehow found out and got charged, and 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 like I don't know. I'm just reading this lady's story, and I'm like, I just, I just feel like you know, yeah, it might have been a little bit of lapse in judgment for the, but for the most part, I think it was justified. Like I'm just like, look,
0: yeah. I mean, she's, I don't know what the side effects of eating dog worming tablets are, but they probably aren't great. Yeah. Well, she said life threatening. If I saw my kid eating. At animals medication, I would freak out as well. Yeah, and and she said, for the like, sake of her life,
1: that's the thing. She was panicking because she's like, oh man, she this kid like, what if, what if she Dive. ended up, you know, frothing at the mouth on the floor, like, yeah, like yeah. we, well, you know, you, you don't know what happens, and 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 yes, yeah. so there was a huge freak out over that, and that's what led to the said incident, um, of which we she was then later charged for, her. and I just think like. <sighs> And chastening is a good thing. Yeah. Chastening is a good thing. We need chastening. The Bible says um, the Lord whom he loves, he rebukes and chastens. Um, And I feel like this lady was justified. If you disagree with me, if you're just like, nut, you're stupid, you can give us a call 1 800 324 843. We'd love to get your opinion. Uh, But right now, this is Melissa Otto with Don't Give Up. Welcome back to Faith FM. We've come to the time where we are interviewing someone and they're sitting here in the studio with us. But before we get there.
0: Guess what, Lawson? Oh what? Someone answered the quiz. Oh, on the second quiz. Congratulations, yes. Felly. Good on you. Uh, The answer, of course, was the Song of Songs. And Felly has you. snapped up a copy of Kemi Ogendi's latest drop. Oh, a really yeah. great album. Yeah, you'll enjoy awesome. that, Feli. Um, we haven't heard from Feli in a while, so Feli is one of our faithful Bible students. Mm. She actually messaged uh, us through our Instagram page the other day, saying she's so excited because she just got on Facebook, um, on Instagram and she now can follow us on Instagram. Sometimes.
1: Oh, what a classic.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is what,
1: cool. what an awesome lady.
0: But in true Faith FM form. Mm,
1: we're just keeping it going.
0: We're just going to start a whole new quiz. Why stop when you can do another one? Okay, this is another What Book Am I? Uh-huh. So new What Book Am I? We're starting now. This is another quote, clue number one, another quote from this book, and it goes like this. For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ not only to believe on him but also to suffer for him. From what book will you find that clue? I mean, quote. Lawson has a look of petrol thinking. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. Don't even finish writing that word. You're wrong. Give yeah. us a call if you know the answer. 1-800-Faith-of-m is the number. 1-800-324-843. Or you can text
1: 0491-064-669. Oh, yeah, that's the number. Man, yeah, I'm confused getting there? confused. Right. I was Don't like, what?
0: It's Friday. We all know. It's well, we
1: have, a, we have another interview for today of one of our Faithful Arise students. Yeah. We're going to be talking to them, but I just want to ask first, do you actually know the answer to the quiz?
4: I don't. No.
1: Oh, sad man. None of us know. We're just in the darkness right now, but it's okay. So soon we'll become the sons of light. But um, <laughs> nice. So, arise, person sitting across from me. What is your name?
4: My name's Taylor.
1: Oh, nice morning, to meet Taylor. You, Taylor, and Taylor, how old are you?
4: I'm nineteen at the moment. Oh, 19, 19 at the moment.
1: You got a birthday coming up soon. Soon, yeah. Soonish. It's like relatively.
0: Yeah, I wish I wish by the time that I had turned 19 that I had gone to Bible college as well. I'll tell you what That is awesome. So Taylor, you
1: are currently attending the Arise program
4: Yep, I am. So currently I'm at Arise for Life um, Uh Through my first month. It's been pretty awesome so Mm -hmm. far
1: That's awesome And and so just for the listeners who don't know Arise is a Bible study college program type thing that goes for three and a half months up in Kings Cliff, which which you would have uh, experienced, and then tell us what what does it mean? What what then is? So you did the three and a half months at the start of the year. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. So the three and a half months at the start of the year, we did more of a intensive training course where we were studying the Bible more, mm-hmm. um, and through that we also did outreach and door knocking. Yeah. Okay, but with Arise for Life, um, door knocking is more the predominant activity. Yeah, where we get, go out on doors, um, ask people if they want to do mm. Bible studies. Um, but at the same time, we still have time where we can research the Bible.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, man, that's awesome. We're going to talk more about that. But I, we just, I guess, want to get to know you and your journey and what sort of brought you along to, you know, being a 19-year-old woman and saying, oh, I want to go and, and dedicate my life to, to signing up for a Bible school. So, so, where do you come from?
4: So, I actually live in Tasmania.
1: Hey, oh, no tie- way. mate! Land of the South Wells out here.
4: Where in Taz? So um, I live in Sheffield, which oh, is a little nice. country town mm-hmm. with lots of tourists. Oh, oh nice. Really? Okay, cool. cool
1: what cool, is cool. there good tourist attractions there? Or
4: yeah, so Sheffield is called the town of murals. So there's lots of paintings what? in the streets. I'm sorry, but we're going to have to beef this out because I live in Karikari, which is also known as
0: as the town of murals. Really? Apparently. And this has been Googled, but Karikari has the highest concentration of murals in Australia I'll have to come check it out yeah I'll have to come check out Sheffield I love murals like I was so stoked when I got to Curry Curry and realised what it was I was like I feel like I've come home I've never even been here before (laughs) I might have to check out Sheffield
4: (laughs) my parents live in Tasmania
0: where is Sheffield in conjunction with Hobart and and Launceston
4: Uh, so Sheffield's about an hour and 15 minutes north of Launceston but if you know where Devonport is and the spirit of Tasmania comes in it's about half an hour south Okay, I was going to say, isn't, like, Launceston on the water? So, an hour and a 15
0: minutes north would be, like, in the water. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> okay, gotcha,
4: gotcha. I'll just nice. check it out.
0: I could, I could totally check that out because when I go visit my parents at <laughs> Christmas, I'll be flying into Lonnie.
4: Absolutely. sure, totally do it. Man, that's and Go home awesome. via Sheffield.
1: So, growing up in Tasmania in a, in a relative, like, a country town, but then it, there was lots of, like, what, is it a big, how many people, like, live in Sheffield?
4: I'm not too sure on that question because I haven't spent like a lot of time there because I'm a little bit further out, yeah. But, okay, um, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Just, yeah, it's just, it's <laughs> just your just average Australian country town, classic yeah.
1: country yeah. town with murals, so there's tourists there. That's awesome. And and so, I guess, in that environment, what what context were you brought up in? I think you know, a lot of a lot of people you know are brought up in, especially we've been interviewing different Arise people and they, they come from different you know family backgrounds and different things. What what did what is your I guess, situation looked like in that?
4: Okay. So, um, from the time I was about seven, um, mm. my mom, my dad, and myself, we kind of moved out into the country. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a really awesome lifestyle to grow up in um, as a kid because you got to do lots of things on the farm. Mm. You got animals, um, all those cool experiences. Um, and from about the time that I was 12, I started homeschooling, which was awesome because I got even more time on the farm and riding yeah. horses. It was really good. It was a really good environment to grow up in and uh, learn about God um, yeah. without the distractions of the world and peer pressure and all those things. Yeah. Um, and in that, my family and I were able to actually start like a filming ministry for kids as well, oh, which wow. was really cool. Um, and that taught me a lot, lots of extra education there. Mm. So uh, what, what do you mean like filming ministry? Like you... you you do kids' programs or you yeah. teach
0: kids' media skills? Like, what do you mean?
4: So um, we were asked – this is part of my testimony – we were asked um, to start a, a program in Australia for kids, um, teaching them about God. Um and I was the presenter and I had my horse as the co-presenter. <laughs> oh so yes. So we kind of like we only did a few programs. Um, because life got really busy, but um, we did go around um parts of Australia and do some filming and relate all the things of Australia and how they related back to God, I suppose. Like, wow. bought Bible stories out of it? That and is
0: so
1: cool. I think that's so awesome. And and uh, and that was like you, your mum, and your dad like leading out in that.
4: Yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: That's
1: awesome. That's that is a great
4: example of
0: family ministry. Family-led ministry. Like if you that got a family, incredible. use them like just get to work with the ministry. So did your horse go with you on these treks around Australia?
4: Well, she came with me around Tassie. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought it was a little bit too much of a experience to take her to the mainland as we call <laughs> it in Tassie. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I took her around um, there were many times I was riding her up the main streets um, in mm. towns and people were looking at her and <laughs> I'd be standing in front of things talking and she'd be, like, moving around all over the place. Yeah. So what's this show called? So the show is called The Adventures of Taylor and Lucy May that is so cute. Man, that is it.
1: incredible. That is so good. So, I guess from there like from a relatively young age, you kind of had this understanding of like God's God's calling in a way like to minister, to be a minister. Like did was that always an experience for you to just like, yeah, like I'm a representative of God on earth. Like
4: Yeah, I always felt that calling um to do something for God, to witness mm. and like from that point and before and like even now i always want to do something for god and i'm like willing to go wherever he leads and i think having that from a young age and also being encouraged by my parents and church members to do that it's been really um inspiring and helping me to grow my experience with god and like the amount of things that i've just seen god do in my life and how he's led and how he's um helped me to decide where to go in my life um oh. has been awesome it's so cool
1: yeah, you know, I think that is such a powerful testimony um, because like, you know, we we get people on here sometimes and it's like, and I know in particular my story, it's like, oh, I came from nothing and, you know, drugs and alcohol and my life was really hard or I was doing some crazy thing and now I'm following Jesus. And But man, just, you know, parenting and, and, and family done right in the right light. And that's meant that you as a 19 year old are now making, you know, decisions to just be a representative of God But you've made those decisions for a long time And that's that's amazing That's so cool to be in that position
4: Yeah, it's such a blessing God's really blessed there Is Arise something you decided to do as like your gap
0: year kind of a thing? Because I love it when kids like do Arise as a gap year mm. Instead of like, you know, going to schoolies or Europe or something
4: <laughs> Well, actually um, Arise was never something I planned to do at all Oh, wow um, I just finished a diploma at TAFE um, And I didn't really know where God wanted me to go um but like during that time I had someone tell me about a rise and said oh you should totally go and do it and I'm like mm, I don't know if I really need it I suppose pride was oh. getting there <laughs> Um but I had a few people actually come up to me randomly and just go you should go to a rise and after a while I was just like maybe this is not just people telling me maybe this is actually God using them mm. to tell me you should go And so I decided I would pray about it, Um, and this was early last year, actually. And through that praying, I said, Lord, if you want me to go there, you get me there. I'm not going to do a thing.
1: Oh, yeah, classic. It's
4: like, all up to you. And, like, a month or two later, like, the door was fully open. I had the funds to go, and I'm like, cool, I'm going to Arise. That's amazing. Um, And, like... I'm pretty sure I was, like, one of the first people to put my application in because I didn't even apply on the 2019 application. Mm. Um, And I just had such peace about it. And as soon as I stepped onto the plane um, from Tassie to go to Kingscliff, I just had this absolute peace. I'm like, this is where God's leading me to Mm. go.
1: So, you jumped on the plane in Tassie and you would have, like, got off in the Gold Coast or Brisbane
4: Um, or something? Yeah, Brisbane. And I drove down.
1: Brisbane and drove down. Was that, like, a bit of a, like oh this is a bit of a shock to me like I'm just leaving my my country town or you know in my Tasmania to just like now you're living on the beach in Kingscliff was that like a bit like "Ah."
4: well I don't know like I kind of thought about it and thought oh this is going to be an interesting experience Mm. but um, I don't know I'm pretty adaptable person Um, as my mum would say I'm very independent Um, so I was just willing to go wherever God leads She's a national television presenter, dude. She's, like, been around the country,
0: filmed stuff. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's Miss Australia-wide. Miss Australia-wide.
1: <laughs> so, that's awesome. And, and so, you, you went through the Arise experience of the that the three-and-a-half-month uh, three intensive course. And, and you know, as, as you were saying, you really enjoyed the Bible study and the outreach. And, and I think, you know, the experience of everyone who goes there is they feel equipped, was that, was that your experience that you felt equipped to then yeah. go and share?
4: Absolutely. I felt equipped, but more than that, I felt like I had kind of gathered my bearings, if mm. you want to put it that way. Um, just from experience that I've had a few years ago, it really shook me up um, in my faith and who I was as a person and going to Arise, at the end of that, I could truly feel that I was on the right track again, I had peace in my life and I was just ready to go wherever God led. And yeah, feeling equipped and excited to do what God wanted yeah. me to do. It was pretty awesome.
1: Man, that's awesome. And so once that finished, you know, you had your little two-week gap, little two-week break, um, and then you just got straight into the, the practical part of the course, which is working for a church. And how, how has been your experience, you now living in Newcastle working? Um, what does that look like for you?
4: So every day um, we're either out in the doors or we're doing surveys Mm. at the university, um, which has always got its struggles here and there, depending on what people you come into contact with. Um, But it's a really growing experience. Mm. And sometimes I feel like, yes, we're doing it for these people. We're giving them the opportunity. But I think through this work, God is um, molding us into his people more and more. Um, I know for myself that I feel like, I'm being changed more than I'm changing other people's lives. And that's yeah. so cool. So mm-hmm. what are your plans, like, Posterize Express? So Posterize, um, I do have an opportunity to go to Melbourne and be a Bible worker. Um, oh, wow. But I'm kind of in this stage of life where I'm like, wherever you want to go, Wherever you want to take me, Lord, I don't mind. <laughs> that's amazing. Like, this oh, that's really awesome. ma-
0: reminds me of you know of Timothy in the Bible. You know, he was young. He, he was just full of beans to go serve the Lord. And I, I love how the Arise students they just remind me of like a little team of Timothys. Yeah. <laughs> yes. they doing the work for Jesus in their youth. This is definitely the time that you want to be serving mm-hmm. the Lord. You don't want to wait till you're old and you've lived a, a sinful life. And then you try and come back to God and you realize how much you've missed and how much you've lost.
1: Yeah that's 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 the most impressive thing about arise is that it's just it's just full of young people who want to serve Jesus and and we're seeing you know like people who are being won to Christ through them yeah. you know the kids who are not necessarily formally formally educated in in any type of religion or training but they're just out there um Doing the work.
0: Having said that, Arise is not just for young people. If you're a little oh. older, like myself, you're still more than welcome to sign up and go to um, <laughs> to Arise. Well, I don't know. Well, thank you so much for joining us <laughs> this morning, Taylor. I want to take you outside after this. Uh, we'll, we'll be back after this song break with For Him, Be Thou My Vision. Um, Taylor, do you know the website for Arise at all? I'm not too sure. Arise at all. Arise.org. Arise. 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 Okay. Yep. Go on arise at all. Get you more information there.
5: Amar bem.
2: You're listening to Faith FM, Positively Different Radio.
0: Have you ever been challenged by evolution? Ever struggled to give a
6: reasoned answer for your faith? Or ever felt overwhelmed by the predominance of belief in evolution?
0: Then you need to be at the 2019 Faith and Science Conference 13 top-level scientists and professors from around the world will be presenting on the most astounding discoveries completely refuting the theory of evolution. July 16 to 19, Avondale College, Kurumbung, New South Wales. For details,
6: call us now on 1-800-324-843. A story from the blessed old book How the walls of Jericho The people marched around And when the trumpet sounded How the mighty wall shook Walls around the city came a-tumbling down The Lord delivered Daniel from the hungry lion's den He, he rolled, rolled the waters back before old Moses and his men He, he led the people out of Egypt's bondage and it's in the Lord He calmed the ocean and the mighty winds that blew He, he saved the Hebrew children from the fiery furnace too he he rose up from the grave just like the prophet said he do Never will forsake us, matter not what may come Safely he will lead his faithful children on home. The Lord's a brother, Jonah, go to a land. But he disobeyed the Lord by hiding away. Then Jonah got converted to obey the command. From the well, the Lord delivered him on that day. The Lord delivered Daniel from the hungry lion's den. He rolled the waters back before o Moses and his men. He led the people out of Egypt's bondage and it's in The Lord, he calmed the ocean and the mighty with the blue. He saved the Hebrew children from the fiery furnace too. He rose up from the grave just like the prophet say he do. Never will forsake us, matter not what may come. Safely he will lead his faithful children on home. The Lord has raised the dead and caused the blinded to see he cleansed the leopard spots and turned the water to wine The Lord's the same today and now forever will be there's no other power like the Savior divine. The Lord delivered Daniel from the hungry lions' inn. He rolled the waters back before o Moses and his men. He led the people out of Egypt's bondage and its sin. The Lord, He calmed the ocean and the mighty winds that blew. He saved, saved the Hebrew children from the fiery furnace too. He rose up from the grave just like the prophets said he'd do. Never will forsake
2: us, matter not when they come. Safely He will lead His faithful children on home.